Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast and I am your host, Kristen Brown. Hey guys, today I want to talk to you about how to greatly reduce drama in your relationships. And how we do that is by asking ourselves, what story am I telling myself about this situation? How am I interpreting my person's behaviors. For example, I knew this woman and this woman would get very defensive in certain situations. And I started to see the pattern of those situations. And she would say things like, I'm not stupid, you know. And I remember thinking, well, it's very odd that this person gets her shackles up in this type of situation and that she interprets it as me or whoever else is around her thinking she is stupid. So I started to think about that. I was like, wow, she's got a story. She's got a filter that she tells herself in certain situations. So I brought it to her attention because this is someone that was very close to me and she agreed. She said, yes, indeed, that she does have that filter. She didn't know it until we started talking about it. And she said, I think I know why. She said, back in the day, she grew up with a couple of brothers, and one of her brothers wanted to become a doctor, and he didn't do it for whatever reason. And so when she approached her father and said, I want to become a doctor, that's really what I want to do, her father said, oh, if your older brother couldn't do it, you can't certainly do it. You're not smart enough. That drove down into the core of her being And she started to believe that other people didn't think she was smart enough. So when in during normal conversations with somebody, if that thought was triggered or somebody was saying something, she would automatically project that belief onto that person. I know many times she had said things to me like, you know, I'm not stupid or you think I'm stupid or or so-and-so thinks I'm stupid, mostly about other people when she was telling me stories. And this is the fascinating part at all. No one thought she was stupid. No one. In fact, I think she was one of the most brilliant women I've ever known. Fascinatingly smart. Quick study. I mean, I could see why she wanted to become a doctor. You see what I'm saying, guys? We can project a story onto our person and call it real, and that causes drama. Because when that defensiveness comes up, when we're all unconscious responding in relationships, and if someone says, you think I'm stupid, the other person probably is going to go, I don't think you're stupid. Well, you think I'm, you know, whatever. And the story can go on and on and on, and it can cause all this upheaval for no reason. I had a filter and a story that I would tell myself with certain situations, and I believe it came from the fact that my parents loved me very differently in the way my young mind processed that. I will start off by saying both of my parents loved me and my brothers very much. But my mom had the quintessential hug you, love you, talk gentle to you, be super sweet and kind, where my father was not outwardly expressive at all. In fact, he, at some point in his life, when he just had a lot of high stress, he was very quick to temper And he would snap at us or yell at us or get upset with us. 
and there wasn't a lot of loving, gentle kindness. In fact, there was and during that period there really wasn't any at all. So my young mind perceived love to only look like the way my mother was demonstrating it. The way my father was demonstrating it, my mind processed that as that is not love. When in fact, this man loved all of his children so, so much. So as I grew older, if I was with somebody who was upset with me or gave me a side eye or raised their voice to me, I would process that as this person doesn't love me. And that's a fearful thought. And so what happens when we are in a fearful thought, we go into fight, flight, or freeze. Mine is typically the fight. I will start, you know, trying to prove my point, trying to make things right again, really just trying to feel loved again, trying to Um, prove my point so the other person can see my side so that I can feel safe again and feel loved. When I healed this, when I recognize, I'm saying this with the biggest, fattest smile on my face because this is like, oh my gosh, it was just, it's just really one of the coolest moments of my life. When I realized that I had that story that I told myself that I didn't, I, I, be, I believed everybody's love with, was conditional upon me acting a certain way and that if they got upset with me, boom, the love dropped off, which we all know love doesn't do that. Love, love can look a mess sometimes. We can love someone to death and it, it not look like that. When I realized this, I remember changing that filter at that time saying to myself, this person loves me. This person loves me, and here's why. And I looked at all the reasons and all the evidence why I knew this person loved me. And when he would get upset or give me a look, instead of going, oh my God, I did something wrong and shrieking and they don't love me and I have to do something really quickly to earn this love back or fight for this love back or whatever it is that I might do, instead, I just saw them as still loving me and guess what happened? The drama greatly reduced. And why? Because there was no defense. Because I did not perceive his actions as not loving me. Just as that woman could perceive someone's actions as not thinking that they think she's stupid. Well, this goes true for so many thoughts and beliefs and stories that we tell ourselves. These are only two examples in a sea full of examples that we can think outwardly and project onto our person. So I'm inviting you, the next time that you are upset with somebody, just inquire, just get curious and say, what is the story I'm telling myself about this person? Oh, I've got a really great story. This this make, this cracks me up too because it's not. When my husband and I started we decided that we were going to practice this, the story I'm telling myself. Because typically, I will try to communicate it, to be honest. I'm a really good communicator, and I will ask a lot of questions. And sometimes those questions are processed through a filter with him, and then he has a story he tells about that. Anyway, long story short, to cut through it all, we're just going to tell each other, this is the story I'm telling myself. So one night, I am laying on the couch watching TV, 
And my husband had been working in his office for quite a, quite a long time. And his office is like literally a wall away from the TV room. So at some point I yell into there, hey, honey, are you going to come watch such and such show with me? And he says, no, I got yada yada to finish up. I said, okay. And I'm watching my show. Totally fine. No drama. Everything's peaceful. Not upset. And all of a sudden I hear from the other room. The story I'm telling myself is that you're upset that I'm not coming in to watch the show with you. And let me tell you something, guys. My heart swelled because he was communicating. He was telling me something that I was not privy to. And I just was like, oh my gosh, honey, no, not at all. That's no, I'm totally cool. I know you've got this deadline or whatever he had going on. But it was so cute. He goes, and it's it's making me feel like I have to stop working on what I'm working on to come in there to please you. I'm sorry, that was the second part of it. I said, Nope. I am a hundred percent good with this. You are all good to continue doing what you are doing. But thank you so much. I actually went into his office, I gave him a big old hug. I said, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Because this is what happens, guys. We tell ourselves stories and then we react to them. We treat those stories as true. And then we respond and react to the story we're telling ourselves. Some people call this a narrative, by the way. Or they also call it the tapes playing in our head. I call it the story we're telling ourselves. So my hope in this episode today is just to bring you guys just a little bit more aware of the stories that you might be telling yourself in your relationship. And it would be freaking awesome if you can talk to your partner or even your family members and say, you know what, I've realized that I can make stuff up in my head or this, you know, certain situations will trigger something in me and I'll automatically think I'm back in that situation. That's actually a brain neurology thing to you guys. It is a thing. But this is all retrainable and rewirable. All right, so... Don't think you're just sunk and that's, well, that's just what I do. Mm -mm. Watch Dr. Joe Dispenza. Go study Dr. Joe Dispenza. He talks all about this. And by the way, his work is fascinating. And no, I don't work with him and I'm not plugging him. I'm just saying, you want to know about the human brain and the mind and changing our lives and changing our habits, man. He is your guy. Fascinating stuff. I digress. I always talk about what it is that we can change about ourselves because we can't change our partner. And sometimes people are doing things that are not cool. But here's an interesting part. When someone gets upset with me now, someone that I know loves me, you know, an established relationship, I don't have that trigger response anymore to defend or to fight or to do anything else. I can sit in that knowing this person loves me. And do you know how different we respond when we think we're safe as to when we think we're not safe? Think about it. In any situation, even if it's physical safety or emotional safety. And by me taking care of and cleaning up my portion of the relationships, because that's all I can ever control, things shifted because I didn't respond even when the other person was out of line. I didn't respond in a fearful way. I could show up to that calm 
and centered because I didn't make it about me. So how about you guys take this week to just sit down in any situation, whether you're at your office and, you know, someone walks by you without saying hello and you have some feeling about it. Ask yourself, what is the story I'm telling myself about that person walking by and not saying hello? What is the story I'm telling about my client being cold to me today? Whatever the situation is, inquire, ask yourself, and then ask yourself if it's true. And if you 110% know that this is true, because you will greatly, single-handedly, my friends, greatly reduce the drama in your life and your relationships by practicing this little simple method. And if you could get your family on board, that's even more cool. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for listening. And ladies, if you haven't yet grabbed your copy of six game-changing secrets no one told you about attracting a great guy, you can find that on my website at sweetempowerment.com. It's for anybody who is just sick and tired of wasting time on the wrong men. I don't leave these freebies up for very long, so you might want to go over and get it while you can. Alrighty, everybody, take really good care and have an amazing week.